What's up, everyone? I'm Shafi Malik, and you're listening to the Who Drop Popcorn Podcast. The premise is simple. One of us picks a film that we know the others haven't seen. We all come together here to discuss it. Joining us tonight is Dave McHugh. Good morning, Vietnam. Andy Newlands. Okay, Come on. <laughs> and all the way from the somewhat north of England, Kyle Hammond. Rufio, 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 Rufio. Oh, wow. So <laughs> Peter Pan. Oh, we'll be going into heavy spoilers <laughs> for this film. We suggest you watch the film before listening to this. Here's another warning. This film deals with the subject matter of suicide and grief. So if those themes are trigger points, we suggest skipping this episode and listening yeah. to the next one. So, Shafi, you were the designated chooser of the film, I believe, last time we recorded. Please, may you remind the viewers what you chose. Okay, um, thanks for that, Andy. So, I have chosen 2009's World's Greatest Dad. I mean, the reason why I chose it is because it is, I think, it's a very uh, underseen and underrated film. And yeah, I feel like not enough people talk about this film. I thought it'd be a good choice for us, considering we were born in the early 80s. So then when, we, when it came to us being around about 10, 11, 12 years old, Robin Williams was the sort of height of his fame and his most popular sort of family films were basically, we were the target audience for those films. So Ooh, I, think those, yeah. I think those films are kind of embedded in our childhood in one way or, or another, you know, if you were sort of watching those like, family films at that age. God, you're so clever. It's unbelievable. I just, I love listening to you so much. Oh, th- thanks. Uh, Fucking hell, Andy, why don't you just put a belt around his neck and just <laughs> wank him off? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it is good, though. Let's address the um, elephant in the room, which is asphyxiation. It's the fact that knowing what we know about Robin Williams and how he actually died. I know, I know. It it is quite a hard watch, this film, I think. I know. At times, I mean, it is really, I think it's just, it's one thing I think is is hilarious, the film. I think it's like a really sort of sharp script and I think it does all the right things and I think it takes like a really good, a really skillful director to keep a consistent tone from beginning to end. And I think this is a film which, in the hands of a lesser director, the film could get too serious and feel, make people feel too uncomfortable or kind of be uh, too glib, kind of annoy people, you know, where I think this balances the tone really you know, consistently from beginning to end so i think it's a really sort of skillfully made film um and the fact it's consistently funny even though it deals with tough subject matter and but yeah i mean i just think it's a really good film that's uh that's kind of why i chose it but um yeah that's 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 uh that's why i chose it um so andy do you want to recap the film please hey 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 what's that you say it's andy's articulate analysis Yes, and I'm going, I'm going to do this in a very formal way because I want to respect this film. So this is the plot. Lance Clayton is a, is a dad, a single father, um, and he's a teacher, and his passion is writing. Um, but all his previous works, novels, have been, like, they haven't, like, they've been rejected from publishers. He's got a teenage son. I guess he's around 15, 16, something like that. Um, and his name's Kyle uh, and Kyle is a sex obsessed underachiever oh sorry I need to I need to 
I need, I need to talk about a character. <laughs> hey! uh, so Kyle is a sex-obsessed, like, just student where, and also, yeah, and he's a student where his dad teaches. And his dad, te- I think his dad teaches maybe some classes, but it's basically the film just centres around, at the beginning, this very unpopular poetry class. And then um, basically Kyle's poor, like, performance at school and his general, like, disgraceful behavior like vile i'm gonna say it vile behavior gains the attention of the of the headmaster and then it's it gets to the point where they're thinking of transferring kyle to special needs school the dad is seeing one of the female teachers at the school which is i'll go into a bit later and basically the they go out for a meal and at this meal the son is taking pictures under the table of her of her knickers um and God almighty, then the film takes a right turn. You, you, there was a scene earlier in the movie where the dad walks into Kyle and Kyle... <sighs> Kyle is having a wank whilst, <laughs> like, whilst he's got a belt round his neck in some sort oh, we're, of... We're still talking about the film, right? We're still talking about the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still talking about the film, yeah. yeah in okay. some sort of 19... Late 90s conservative so party orgy. <laughs> So you know that he's into this sort of thing. And then, and then, oh, fucking hell, at this part of the film, the dad gets home and he's done it again. But he's died. He's, he's, he's dead. And then to salvage his son's dignity, Lance, who's the father, stages Kyle's death as a suicide. And this is what Shafi was talking about before. He then hangs, oh, God almighty, it's so mental. He hangs Kyle in a closet. And then he writes this this fake suicide note. And then here the film goes off on just a fucking wonderful adventure. Lance then finds his audience through like this suicide note. And then it's just a comical satire on the madness of like high school America and like, you know, emotions and group, you know, I want to talk about Princess Diana later and like mob mentality and all the rest of it. And um, all of that sort of stuff. But like, um, essentially it just gets so big. Like Lance ends up on television. He then like um, starts right like going further and further into this sort of mad world where he's like writing a journal which he pretends to be Kyle's and there's um and madly Kyle's got this mate called Andrew actually thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> this is nuts and Andrew's like mm, I'm not I'm, I'm not really sure what's what's going on here at one point Andy you're a vegetarian as well oh yeah yeah I, yeah absolutely absolutely and then um yeah, there's just a lot going on. There's like there's just just just, just like little subplots going on. There's, there's this like other teacher who's into Lance's um, girlfriend, and uh, you're never really sure like what is going on. Like, is this relationship even real? Is it mad? And then there's a neighbor who's a hoarder who's like just they just start smoking pot together and stuff, and it's just lovely. It's a lovely, just a lovely story. Like, I, I kind of was like, fucking hell, this could be a play on the West End if they did this right. It's just. <laughs> superb so um and then at the end there's tv shows there's like a an interview on oprah um that scene we need to talk about a lot because it's it's robin williams it's fine there's two scenes in yeah, this i want to yeah. talk about later i one, agree I, I think that's one of the best like scenes yeah. it's ever done i think yeah like, it's, that, it's unbelievable that television so, interview yeah yeah it's it's just fucking unbelievable so that one and then when he finds his son i I'm still now even talking about it, affected by that. I've been affected by a scene in a movie like I was mm, with that yeah. for a very, very long time, particularly being a parent. It's next level. Um, and then at the end, essentially, um, <laughs> he fucking, he like comes clean and he's like, 
actually none of you liked Kyle and he died whilst wanking and then it's glorious and then basically it's a 10 minute ending of how I would like to leave my job when I retire just running out the building taking the clothes off finding the nearest swimming pool and diving it is glorious so um yeah world's greatest dad could be could be could be one of the greatest films we've had on who got the popcorn it's great <laughs> nice 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 uh thanks that uh andy that's uh, uh that's well um summarized um so kyle what, what were your thoughts on this one yeah i loved it i mean i didn't know anything about it i did what you said don't google it so yeah i didn't google it yeah it's it's interesting like there some people were giving the synopsis up straight away saying this one review actually one strap line of the review said this is actually a, a really good comedy comedy and then said actually it's one of the best comedies about asphyxiating yourself um, <laughs> until you die while masturbating. How long have you been into this, Kyle? No, I really enjoyed it. Um, just the first, the first act. I'm just like, who the fuck is this prick? Honestly, what? Know. What a dick! It, honestly, it made me regret having children. If my children end up like this but, prick, but he honestly, did, he did. But he did make you laugh, right? He did make you laugh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want, I didn't write them down. If I might bring them up later on, but. Some of the one-liners he comes out with. Oh, sorry to interrupt you, but just just to say, Shafi, again, I watched this film with Jen, and again, she thinks you're fucking mental. And unfortunately, <laughs> she she fell asleep just like in the last twenty minutes or so. So she she never saw like the redemption. So again, it's just right. Shafi is now showing my mate's wanking movie. So sorry, I was bad. sorry to interject. Sorry to apologies to Jen. Then sorry to if, uh, yeah. yeah the, anyway. the, the one-liners that Carl comes out with are just. They're on par with uh, Riders of Justice. I'd tell you what, one of my favourite lines is when um, <laughs> Robin Williams comes in to um, comes into the bedroom and both Andrew and um, Carl are, are working on the homework. And then he said, uh, <laughs> he's kind of going through his homework and he's like reading a line saying, the, um, the, mo- the moisture in the weather causes... Um, Perspiration. Perspiration. He goes... Well, that, that actually means sweat, Kyle. I think you mean uh, precipitation. He went, no, I actually meant sweat. <laughs> 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 um, but okay, cool. Nice. Um, so you, you enjoyed it, Kyle? Yeah, great film. Thank you. Nice one. Cool. Uh, how about you, Dave? Yeah, man. I loved it. I thought I didn't know anything about it when I was going to watch it, but I'd been wanting to watch this for a while. And when I first started why, watching why, it... I... Why did you want to watch it for a while? What, what about it? Because... I just kind of knew that I, I'd dig it. Yeah, I certainly did dig it. When I first started watching, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be like a sort of melancholy comedy about how horrible life can be, even if you're rich and successful and living in the West. Maybe not rich, but you know what I mean. And it, and maybe it was just going to be about kind of sadness of loss and stuff, but not the loss of being in a war-torn country, but just as in you lose your family because they're barking or you divorce and stuff. So I thought it was going to be like a kind of weatherman-y kind of feel or happiness kind of feel, one of those sort of films. And yeah, it didn't quite go that way. It went, like you said, obviously at the point where he dies, takes a big, big turn. And I just thought it was brilliant. Like you say, it didn't go, it just kept totally perfect the whole time. It was totally perfect for yeah, the entire film without ever getting too light or too heavy. It was just fucking brilliant. And I literally, during the reveal at the end, I just laughed out loud 
because I was worried it was going to be sort of discovered by the police or something. But it yeah, just confessed. Andrew and Mike. Du- yeah. yeah. He was a douchebag and it was just wonderful. And, uh, and like you say, that's how I want to leave every job, just walking out with everyone looking at me like I'm the worst human being in the world. <laughs> and you just walk out. <laughs> Bye. One of my favourite parts during that scene is when <laughs> it's so well directed. He goes, he goes, Kyle died while masturbating. And then there's a shot of a girl and she looks down at a t-shirt with his face on, as if like, as if like it's the most disgusting thing. As if like, like she's like, as if like there was someone actually wanked on that t-shirt. She was like, oh my god, right. <laughs> One thing is that I noticed, kind of rewatching it, is that every time like there's a shot of Kyle, like before he dies, like there's a close-up of Kyle. I think they, I think they intentionally made him look sweaty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They, ma- they intentionally <laughs> made, made him look gross. They, you know, <laughs> but he's really good. Yeah, that actor is yeah. really good. That actor is uh, brilliant. And was that the end yeah. of his career? Did no one ever want to work with him? It's just, <laughs> no, he's just too you, convincing. Have you, got, have you guys watched Spy Kids? No, he's the kid in Spy Kids. He's the kid. Yeah, he's the yeah. kid in Spy Kids. Yeah, yeah. Watch Spy um, Kids again now after watching that. Andy did mention regarding sort of um, like the themes that this film sort of talks about. I think, you know, one of the things that you, you did, Andy, you did mention mob mentality. I think, yeah. I think it's something it sort of brushes upon is that, is like how fickle public perception can be. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, I think it's quite timely considering there was someone who got up on stage and slapped someone um, <laughs> uh, in, the, in, in the Oscars and somehow... <laughs> you know, there's been this kind of hate mob where, you know, if something like that... Someone who probably, also played the genie in Aladdin. Someone who mm-hmm. also played the genie in Aladdin. <laughs> yes, that's right. And uh, Holy shit! You know, it's, it's interesting the way that these people, they can easily sway their kind of opinion on someone just based on, like, one thing. So, you, you know, no one sort of stood back and go, you know, the, it was only the best friend that went... Hold on, this is nothing like the <laughs> yeah. person that, that we know. He was an idiot. What are you on about? Yeah. <laughs> My one another favorite line of mine. He goes, <laughs> he goes. I, I'm, I read uh, Kyle's journal, and there's no references to to mas- <laughs> masturbating, <laughs> felt, felt, felching, and and shitting. And then, <laughs> and then Ron Williams replies, <laughs> "Yeah, it's a bit low on the felching department, isn't it? <laughs> but it, it's in there." <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's like it's interesting that like no one sort of thought about. Wait, there, this is not consistent with the you know the person <laughs> that I know. But uh, <laughs> Andy, you said you wanted to talk about that. Yeah, no, I just, I, I you've basically just exactly taken the thoughts out of my out of my head and and, and said them there. It was just, it just made me think like fucking hell. Like people are so thick sometimes, and like that, just like. Like when all the kids are going to the poetry class and some of their poems are the worst poems I've ever heard in my life. And everyone's <laughs> clapping and this is amazing stuff. This is amazing stuff. And it's like, the no, period it's, one. it's not. The period <laughs> one. Like, what the fuck is that all about? Uh, remember, oh my God. Remember the, remember the black boy in the kind of earlier when it's kind of, when, when it's like an empty class and he goes, why yeah. can't we give love, give love? Give love. Give love. Yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes, that's David Bowie and Queen. Yeah, I know, yeah. I, know that. I know that song. And he goes, how do you know? He goes, I'm white. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they played it at the end, didn't they, when he jumps off the uh, yeah, that, diamond yeah. board, yeah. 
I think, you know, yeah, I mean, especially it is quite timely now because people had an opinion on Johnny Depp and, you know, now all this kind of stuff is coming out. You know, people have kind of, there's kind of huge kind of support behind him and, and, and all that. And it's, I mean, the thing is, is that, I, I, but as I said, like, we can't somehow nuance, nuance can't, isn't really invited into these things. It's either one thing or another. And, you know, yeah. talking about this film, that's what it is. It's either, hold on, we don't have to kind of worship this person. We can say, well, evidently there were good qualities about him, but also the guy <laughs> walked past the girl and said that pussy isn't going to eat itself. God, <laughs> I mean, I think the principal summed it up. He's like, oh, I thought he was just... Uh not very intelligent but he was bored he's actually a genius it's like <laughs> yeah there's no there's no in between it's one or the other isn't it yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah you can't really it's either for and against you can't you know it's kind of like where how andy what which is a film you know, he loves it right <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it's exactly that <laughs> yeah, i'm such an idiot well yeah. said though <laughs> yeah so yeah, but what did you want to say about princess diana no, no, no. Yeah, it was. It was just sort of saying, like, you know, I don't, I don't have any evidence of this, but my, my personal view is like, you know, I'm not, you know, Diana was very famous and all the rest of it. But when I look back now at the videos, and I'm like, who are these geezers that are coming out of the office and they're outside the palace, crying their eyes out over a person that they never met? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't that emotional connect like and the scale of it. And I'm not, you know, I'm not I'm not slagging Princess Diana off, but again, Princess Diana wasn't just a shining light. You don't you know, know. She you did don't lots know, of things. You don't know. Exactly, yeah, but it was yeah. just the the whole country just seemed to, on reflection, lose their minds for a bit. And it was just this connect this like this emotion that just this energy that just fed through. I think it's actually one of the most interesting mass cultural phenomenons I've ever seen in my lifetime. This just like this wave of emotion that took took the world, basically. Like it's really interesting when you look when you look back and like Christ, you know, the fucking, the, the, that was as close as the monarchy came to toppling. You know, they, the Queen was a few days away from essentially the, 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 the majority of the publics saying, no, like, we're, we're done, done with you. you. Yeah. yeah. Over someone that most of these people, you know, had, hadn't met. It's crazy. And yeah, so I was just linking that back to the film. It's just insane that, like, you know, uh, a, f- a few deep and meaningful words are, are in a suicide note. A journal comes out, and then all of a sudden, the goth is in love with Kyle. Um, mm-hmm. The jocks are now coming out as you know <laughs> gays, which is no problem. That's who they are. But they're also in love with Kyle. You know, every fat, every every type <laughs> of school pupil is in love with <laughs> Kyle, who's essentially. One of the biggest cunts I've ever yeah, seen on the just screen. the worst, man. Really is the worst. <laughs> it's fucking mental. Into Shiza porn and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but that's the other thing. He's like, <laughs> I, I, I definitely shit on her. Are you what the fuck? And he's, the, the guy's like, her. there's something wrong with you. Like, he's like perving yes. on the next door neighbors, like little bit of a TV show. And she's like, oh, seventy yards from guy God. Also, he he uh, he doesn't he doesn't like like anything, right? I mean, you yeah. know what? Possibly he did. Possibly that was a facade that he, he had to his dad because <laughs> he didn't want it. He didn't want to sort of connect to his dad. So he's like, I don't like films. 
I don't like music. Yeah, they're saying gay. <laughs> sports is gay. Phil's is gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, because it's gay. Yeah, yeah. Kyle is the worst person. God. <laughs> it really was just terrifically written, wasn't it? It's incredible. And oh, wonderfully it's great. It's, it's, yeah, it is a very <laughs> so good I Because I didn't read anything about it, Shafi. I'd, it was only when the credits popped up and it said directed and written by Bobcat Goldthwait. I knew he's a stand-up, and I knew him from Police Academy. Has he done anything else? What What has he been doing since Police Academy? Basically, he he basically um, directed quite a few like stand-up thing. I think he directed like um, maybe a couple of Dave Chappelle's like stand-up shows, and um, I think he directed like Jimmy Kimmel like for for, for a while. Okay. And so he's like consistently been working. But then also, Andy, you brace yourself. He made a found footage. Bigfoot film as well. Oh my god, which one was that? I don't think I, I haven't seen it, but I don't think you I don't do you I don't think you see Bigfoot in it though. I don't I might be wrong, but it's a proper horror film. It's, is it Willow it's Creek? Like, it's not Yeah. Oh is my it? god, mate. Yeah, yeah. Willow Creek. Is that the one you've seen? Yeah, so I'm just thinking, oh, I don't yeah, I've seen I think this is the one where like it turns out that like the, the campers, like the big fit for uh, killing the men and taking the women and then breeding with the women. Because the right. last, but one of the, this might, I'm not, this might be, this might not be Willow Creek, but that in itself, like, I don't know how it gets any more mental than that, like. Right. Oh my God. Well, this is a found film. I haven't seen that. No. We need, we need to watch um, a Bigfoot movie. I'm, let's do that in the next. <laughs> I might change my choice, actually. Harry and the Henderson. <laughs> He, uh, oh, he directed wow. Marin. I've been meaning to watch that. Uh, is that the Mark Marin? Mark Marin yeah. show, yeah, the, the sitcom, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he um, he, di- he made a film called Sleeping Dogs Lie, which is about um, his reality. <laughs> fucking hell, he goes, goes, goes hard on subject, doesn't he? <laughs> <It's> fucking, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, what, who was everyone's favourite um, police academy member? I think we all know. I think it, I think it's one person, which I think. Yeah. All, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's all it's Jones, right? It's uh, what's his name? Yeah. The guy with the voice. I can't remember what the actor's name. Michael Winslow. I think you have to. Michael didn't even have to Google that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's yours, right. like, as kids, that that was just we didn't really give a shit about the rest of the film. It was just like that character, just getting excited <laughs> yeah. by that character. I was thinking how hard it would be to sit down and watch every Police Academy back to back. That would just be a grim day. Really? I actually like Moses. Moses Hightower. That, I think. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Hightower. Who's Moses Hightower? The big geezer. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. And and so sorry, my police coming knowledge is pretty fucking up there. But the guy wow. that <laughs> that Thaddeus Harris. So he was the first kind of on-screen dopey villain that I I fell in love with that type of character like. Uh, look, look these guys up as soon as you see their faces like like Captain Harris Laban. oh my god yeah yeah remember him yeah man yeah that's it characters like <laughs> what's the, the Blue Oyster Club that they, they always go to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh my god I love it all Debbie Callahan, one of the first first ladies I ever fell deeply in love with and I think Dave based wow. his whole life on Eugene Tackleberry, just to say. 100%. He, was the, he was the one with the guns, if anyone wants yeah. to know. 
yeah, yeah. Oh god, I am going to sit down and watch them all back to back. Actually, how how has this film gone through Willow Creek, <laughs> Police Academy, and Princess yeah. Diana? It's all Bob Cat, Bob Cat Coldwing, isn't it? <laughs> it's the eclectic mind of Bob. <laughs> yeah, because he was he's the limo driver, isn't he? As well, it's like yeah, he's the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Did you see other cameo? So when he's at the newsstand, he was on the poor, and he starts crying. That's the bass player from Nirvana, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Chris Novoselic. Yeah, I thought apparently, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently um, he's mates with Bobcat Goldthwaite. So obviously, and they filmed it in Seattle oh. as well. So mm. yeah, it's a little And that, that, that scene is like brilliant as well. The fact yeah, is like, gold, look, isn't it? he's looking at porn and he's just basically crying because he's remembering his son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go, going back to like that final scene, uh, not the final scene, but the the scene where he's on television. It's it's so good, right? It's he's amazing. like so good. Like he's basically like laughing because he just realizes how ridiculous mm. everything is, mm. and it, yeah. I think mm. that's sort of like him coming to terms or going, "This is just." This has gone too far. Oh, I, I saw that as a nervous laugh because I, when I'm nervous, I like, you know, like a job interview, I like try and crack jokes and laugh. Nah, <laughs> it wasn't nervous. The other day, like when um, my wife was turning off my son, my daughter was just like proper laughing. I'm like, why are you laughing? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> just nervous. Just weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah I, I thought he was just like a nervous nah, laugh. No, I'm with Shaf. That was him. That was an internal battle, like. Yeah, I think at that point he's like, okay, this lie is coming to an end now. Like this is all because this is just ridiculous. I mean, yeah, let's talk about his his girlfriend was kind of like a very I don't know for me it was like an awful character, and yeah. you know, she was what she was like, uh, you know, in that tele in preparation of that television. Oh God, yeah. He asked like, when is the camera going to cut to me? It's like, well, why would it yeah. cut to you? Yeah, like you know. And I think I she gave that. she gave the book the worst title, like just so <laughs> stu- so thick. Like it was funny actually. Like t- talking of her, that their relationship, like about twenty or thirty minutes into the film, I was I was com- like thinking like, where is this film going? Like like yeah. I was almost like this relationship seems too fake. And like, is it in his mind? I was thinking you're proper punching, mate. That's why I get to thinking. Yeah, yeah, it was just it was just nuts. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed the scene as well. It was when I think the character's called Mike, the other teacher that's kind of yeah, yeah, like yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like they're in like the cafe or whatever, and like Lance is on the left, Mike's on the right, and there's like a t- a little bit of a like scuffle, not physical, but like the shadows. Like you should have a look at that show. The way it's shot, there's like this shadow dance going on of the girl in between both of the characters. Oh, did you All did right. you pick? Pick up on that. No, I didn't see that, no. Yeah. All right, go, go back and have a look. It's mad. No, 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 honestly, I just, it's, worth, it's worth looking at. The only weird bit of directing or artistic director that I kind of spotted was where Lance is in the, the classroom and I forgot her name, his girlfriend walks in and they're really, they're other ends of the room and the camera like pans between them back and forth. Yeah. I was like, yeah. is this, what is this, just showing the distance between them? I don't know what the artistic Yeah, I know, so there were a few bits was, like yeah. that. And then, and then the weird thing is, it's, it's a normal film for a bit, and then all of a sudden, like Kyle turns up as a ghost for about yeah, so it's like different people on? reacting to the suicide yeah. note. But I felt, I felt all the mad <laughs> stuff started happening after Lance started smoking weed for a bit. 
soon as he started smoking mm. weed, the film got a little bit more <laughs> oh, like, shit, trippy. Yeah, yeah. No, right, and I thought, right, oh, that's maybe he's kind of <laughs> taken then, a, no, taken but, a then turn. He did, but then he did smoke weed before he died, though, didn't he? Because he's outside in his window yeah, smoking yeah, weed, he did, yeah. and he and he told uh, his neighbor. Yeah, to, you're right. He told his he neighbor. Thinks, to he asked his dad, "Are you right?" Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that is right. Yeah. So that get that guy. Um, what was he called? The the black friend, Marvel, Mike. Mike, yeah, Mike, yeah. Nerd here. He was Mac and Agents <laughs> of Shield. He was the leader of Shield. But you guys wow. never watched that. Yeah, <laughs> I, never, love I never watched it either. So yeah. she 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 never got with Mike though, did she? It was just alluded that we she never could know. at any time. Nah, I don't know. think she did. But Mike really was obviously know. annoyed. Like he was clearly like, yeah. When I think it was more just jealousy. Yeah. Yeah, that relationship was so weird to watch. It was like, what? Like, is this for real? Like, <laughs> but also the sort of maybe it's not passive aggressive, but it's kind of like seeing the like uh, Robin Williams' car- character's face when Mike ends up kind of getting his stuff like published and everyone oh, yeah. sort of like you know, and it's sort of like I wonder if Mike actually knew whether he was a writer or not. Like Robin Williams' character was a was a yeah. writer, yeah. because like if he did, then what like what the fuck are you doing? Like you know. Mm. But it's funny because when he's like the New Yorker's not. Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he was sort of acting like it was like no big deal for him. Like like oh really? Oh was it like you know as if he was like trying to egg them on to kind of like rub it in his face? Yeah, because he's like oh it's my first time I submitted. He's like oh what first time? Yeah. She's like oh fuck's sake. But then later in the film, when um, Lance gets on TV, Mike's like, well, he's not as big as Oprah. He's like, it's a little <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, nod to... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's so well written, this chef, honestly. It's it's like, Riders of Justice, you know, that was well written. And also, this is just, this was something very original about this. I haven't seen a film like this ever. It was lovely. Yeah. You always choose films with mad twists, actually. Like Jellicatoo kicking off and then the fucking massive hoss penis people and now like this guy's <laughs> wanking off like the fuck do you find these things? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like Ford versus Ferrari, Mortal <laughs> Kombat, Men in Black. Um, Dave did mention the, the Weatherman, and I, I guess you could this kind of subgenre you could put this in. I think Dave was alluding to was the um, that sort of middle-aged white man kind of um not knowing like wanting to sort of seek a different direction in his life after he sort of established you know after he's kind of had like wife and kids and stuff like that so like american beauty um yeah. as, as, as he said um weatherman but the thing is, is that how old was the character meant to be i don't know maybe 50 yeah i felt about 50 didn't i yeah how old would robin williams have been in 2009 55 ish i'd say i mean yeah so what, what, are, what are other films like that the weatherman American Beauty is so obvious, I didn't even mention it. Possibly Little Children. Oh, Little Children, yeah. But I mean, the thing is, is that what, what, one thing I was going to say about those two films, I think, I've told you that I didn't really like Weatherman. And, and also American Beauty, re-watching that, I think that doesn't really hold up. Is that just because it's Kevin Spacey, though, man? Or... <laughs> well, possibly that. But also I think that those two films it never goes it never goes outside of itself to look at that character and go hold on you're a bit of an arsehole mm-hmm. and i think uh and i think this i think where this is different to those films is like we know he's doing something terrible he knows he's doing something terrible you know when, when the headmaster at the end court says you're an arsehole he goes yep 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where I think a film like the wet, I mean, definitely the Weatherman, de- it never looks outside of itself and goes, "Hold on, Nicholas Cage's character is a bit of a dick in this film." And um, I think it's always suggested, though, isn't it? It's sort of it's for us, really, isn't it? To go, you're a bit of a dick, but we kind of get it. But, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I don't know. It feels like we're on their now. side. You know, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I guess because it's just about God. I'm so bored. I'm just gonna do something crazy. Well, what, what, what films where sort of a female is in that same situation? Like Desperate. I suppose Desperate Housewives to some extent was similar, wasn't it? And maybe Six Feet Under and stuff. And oh, there's a film called um, Young Adult. Have you seen that? No. That's with Charlize Theron, and she she's a writer who goes back to her hometown and I think she was like a she was like a bit, a bit of a bitch at, at school to everyone and um like Patton Oswald's in that film that's a good film decent film I I put some films down that fall for under a different kind of genre which is more when a lie just just goes really <laughs> fucking out of hand and <laughs> yeah, the two nice, I've written yeah. down here are The Informant and Fargo <laughs> well have you guys have you guys heard of a film called Dear Evan Hansen no no of course we so, haven't well, Archie no, Newlands, have you? <laughs> no. Well, it's what? actually a popular film. It's actually a popular film, but it got, <laughs> complete, it got completely stated. It came out last year. So what it is, is Dear Evan Hansen was a, was a musical play, right? It was funny that Andy, in the beginning, said this could be a West End play. Dear Evan Hansen really? has got very similar plot to this film. So what it is, wow. is that... So, I'm uh, a genius. So yeah, so Dear Evan Hansen was a musical play. It was it was basically it's about a kid who I think there's a he's like a lonely kid and someone um, is about to start a letter writing Dear Evan Hansen, but then he dies. Then another kid dies. So then Evan Hansen, the character, finishes the kind of the kind of letter, and then he sort of fabricates this lie about this person to kind of make others feel better. But the thing is, is that that's a film that a lot of people had a problem with because they had a problem with how manipulative that main character is. And it didn't really address how manipulative. It's like a feel-good film. I mean, there was a kind of, apparently there's like lots of issues because the the actor who plays Evan Hansen, he's supposed to be a high school kid, but he looks about 30. <laughs> and he just feel, it bit, and it, yeah, it just, it got like a, like a real sort of, um, it got shit upon when, when it came out. But yeah, it's, it's quite, it's quite a, a a very similar plot to, to this film. Um, but this feels like a film that I think gets it right. I think, you know. Yeah, it certainly does. It's fantastic. So sh- should we talk about um, what's everyone's sort of like favourite, like memories of like Robin Williams and like as kids, like what, what were the kind of the films that you oh, liked the oh, most? Wow. Um, wow. So Kyle. I think it's that kind of three or four year window, isn't it? Where it's uh, Aladdin, Hook. Which me and Andy saw in cinema. Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. So I think I'm pretty sure I saw all three of those in the cinema. Uh, and then it kind of, when he did like Flubber and stuff, it was a lot. Yeah, those three for me, definitely. I, w- I was never really into like Good Morning Vietnam and Dead Post Society, but yeah, those those three I was seen multiple, multiple times. I'm, I'm, I, I, I feel it's quite sacrilege to say this, to, and a lot of people do me, but I was ne- even as a kid, I didn't like Hook. Wow. I haven't seen Hook. What? Really? Really? Yeah, I know. I've been no, on TV so many times. Yeah, it just never appealed to me. Oh, fuck off. 
Because <laughs> I watched, you know what I've seen a ridiculous amount of times is the Popeye movie. For some reason, I just had that on VHS. Oh, and yeah, I watched it yeah. so many times. Is what? Is what? Popeye, Popeye, yeah. Film. That's like a proper <laughs> random sa- Channel 4 Popeye Saturday morning film, isn't it? Come on. Mm. <laughs> it's like a night, it's like 1980. It's one of his first yeah, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't believe I'll choose the things. Oh, yeah, my favourite. Um, I like Bicential Man. Uh, um, I didn't say it was my favourite. Uh, I didn't say it was my favourite. Oh, okay, I didn't say it was my favourite. I'm just making a point. Oh, I watched Popeye quite a lot. To be honest, I'm going to say I actually prefer Robin Williams as a sort a of sombre actor than a comedic actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... He's I really think, good. Yeah, yeah he is a wonderful actor. And he's a great, he's a great yeah. comic actor as well, don't get me wrong, but... I think in films like, you know, Good Will Hunting and stuff, he's, he's fucking brilliant. I think it's as good as it gets in yeah. Good Will Hunting and stuff. I don't, he is so, so good. And he's really creepy in One Hour Photo and Insomnia and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, one Hour Photo, yes. Yeah, Mrs., like Mrs. Doubtfire is, is a really nice film. And I really feel like watching Mrs. Doubtfire again because he really plays that well as well when he is like a crook dad who's in tears and stuff. And the Birdcage is a film oh, I love that, that I saw at the yeah. cinema. I haven't, I haven't my, seen that. I haven't, I haven't seen that. I watched it in the cinema with my mum and dad, and I haven't seen it since. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. Yeah, that's. I think if you watch that now, that hasn't really aged very well. Good morning, Vietnam. But I liked that when I was young, and I haven't seen Dead Poets Society when I'm talking about liking him as a more serious actor. So I should certainly watch Dead Poets Society. But yeah, yeah. But I didn't. I wasn't thinking about his sort of death whilst watching the film at all. I, I managed to completely miss that. Really? Was, I couldn't yeah. help but think of it with the hanging scene. I refused to. I was like, right, especially like, suicide and stuff. And I was like, no, no, I'm just going to enjoy this. And I think it, it's just, he plays it so wonderfully, doesn't he? Just oh, just the perfect amount of comedy and hardship. It was simultaneous. Because I thought the whole, I thought his life was just going to fall apart. I thought his bird was going to leave him. I was kind of waiting for him to pick up a gun and just start shooting or something. That's why like I falling saw down, falling. like just yeah. a falling down. Yeah. Oh mate, yes. That's what we need to review. I know. Yeah, that's the next film. God, I love that film. But I tell you what, yeah, that is a insomnia. I think is a really underrated performance by him. He's he's really sort of creepy in that, and yeah, and one hour photo as well. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really good at those sort of like uh you know like straight roles, but um. Yeah, I think it's just that I remember like when, bring the mood down, but when it was announced that he died, it was like, that that was the first thing. It was just like, I was like explaining that to a co-worker when I found out. I was like, you don't understand, because she was young. I was like, for my, our generation, like, you know, we were raised up in those films. Like, you know, yeah. we, like how many times have we all seen Mrs. Doubtfire? I can't believe you guys haven't mentioned this. The, my favourite film he's ever done. What Dreams May Come. It's 1992. It's so good, this film. It's got LL Cool J in it. Is it Toys? Yeah. That, I remember as a young, or even now, I fucking I love that film. I guess it was you, Shuffy. Oh, it's just so I good. I don't even think I've seen it in full. I've only seen a bit of it. I'm sure Guardians of the Galaxy nicks, nicks the bit where the kids were like flying the plane travel and some of these fucking gold aliens are doing exactly the same thing 25 years later. Toys, toys is, is up there. Honestly, like you should rewatch was that. It, didn't, didn't, it wasn't there a plot point about like the dangers of video games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. basically they were using children to fly drones. Essentially, like the military were like, right, right. 
just yeah. using so like the, the dad factor the dad died it should have gone to robin williams and it went to like the the military guy so he like switched from cuddly toys to like you know planes and drones and all the rest of it the kids would come in and he had like this mental sister as well oh god it's so, yeah, so cool days rocking around like, like, isn't it? yeah yeah talking about um like video games um aladdin please talk about aladdin no um robin williams called his daughter zelda Mm. Aladdin is the best video game I've ever played. It is amazing. It was so good. It's unbelievable. I know. It's just not fair. You should be able to play these games. It shouldn't. Oh, no. It should be like films. These these games should never go. Trying to to escape the fucking, I don't even know what you would call this, the the inside of the Lion Mountain's mouth volcano pit on the the magic carpet with the booze. Is it's fucking so, so difficult, like, and it was God. It was one of the best games of all time, apart from Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, me, and you, Andy, we watched the, that Aladdin in the cinema together, didn't we? I remember you giving me a Christmas present. You gave me like an A3 pad, and that was like. And I remember I kept that for years. I was just drawing in it like nonstop for years God. and years. Wow, I was such a, I was such a nice kid. I turned into such a <laughs> terrible adult. <laughs> Where is that pad Sorry. now? Man, I'd love to see that pad now. Would it just be you doing yeah. that, your own anime shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure I drew every character of Killer Instinct and Street Fighter on that. On nah, that, uh, just 150 and... pages of big dicks. That's all it was. Just, <laughs> just triumphant, veiny motherfuckers. Shaffy on the front is written in that graffiti S that every kid learned to draw at 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I invented that. I invented that. <laughs> yeah, guys, if you think this film is dark, like w- watch a film called Happiness oh by Todd Schlons, I think his name. Uh, that film What's is fucking Mr. Schlong. It's uh, it's how you what? It's that film. It's a black comedy, but it's black, black as fuck hair. Like, yeah, it is I, can't, so... I can't, I can't actually believe. That was made even in 1998 or whatever it was, 99. I, I cannot believe that was made. But it is yeah. genius. And it still has one one of those laugh out loud moments when you're like, oh my God, that is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. But I cannot yeah. stop laughing. You got, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, I was crying. Oh my God. Kyle and Andy, you should have watched it, but then be disturbed for the rest of your life. Yeah. I laugh like that in the same manner when he... <laughs> when he, he accidentally died whilst masturbating, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> "It's just so deadpan." It was just beautifully delivered, and I was just like, <laughs> 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 "But you know, one of the like in the like very first scenes is when he's driving, uh, he's driving him to school, and the first thing he says is, "Got up early this morning." <laughs> 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I will say, so one thing we, we should discuss, because it is funny, but it's also like, it does make you think about losing your kids. Like, little basic things, like he didn't clean the mud off of his car where his son had put yeah, his feet up. Nice, so, nice. like, even, you know, even though this guy is a horrible, horrible kid, as a parent, you, you are always connected. Like, I thought the way they shot that scene was amazing, because it was, it was... I can't exactly remember, but you didn't actually hear Robin Williams crying. No, they you could silent, hear it, it kind of internally mm. because he was like, you know, when he's on the floor and it was just an app. Ah. It was 
It was. I reckon it was on par with um, Captain Phillips when Tom Hanks fucking loses it at the end when he gets rescued. Yeah. Those are the yeah. two best crying scenes I've ever like. I've ever seen. Like, yeah, Robin Williams is up there. Like, well up there. Yeah, that Captain Phillips scene at the end is just that. It's just someone oh. who's just basically gone through shock, right? It's just like you can't, yeah, it was incredible. You like you can't really compute. You're just almost yeah. like not not conscious at all. You're just sort yeah. of like. Have any of you seen that film? Where he's like traveling through heaven and hell because his wife has died or something. What like dreams that. may come, isn't it? Well, yeah, what dreams may come. I even mentioned it earlier. I can remember. Have any of you seen that? No, I haven't. No. no, it's quite an interesting film. I quite like it. Remember the trailer had was done with Teardrop by Massive Attack, and I just always sat with me. I was like, I really want to see this film. That trailer worked really well. My understanding, um, it's a tangent here, but the person who is behind the visual effects of that. He was like a young like kid. And then what happened was that the Wachowskis, when they were when they were making the Matrix, they had this idea of bullet time. And they kind of just they went to loads of different kind of VFX companies, like even like ILM and stuff like that. And they said, you know, we want we want to kind of uh, have this effect where you know you'll you'll freeze time, but someone kind of moves while it's freezing time, like you know, as if like a, the machine is controlling the world but you're able to sort of move around it and the thing is like no one could get it right but then mm-hmm. i think there's one like 26 year old kid that basically that actually wow. kind of created bullet time where he had like he set up like different um still cameras around the kind of actor and then kind of like shot you know pressed the button so they all take take uh take a shot of you know that actor doing something yeah. You, you showed that to the Wachowskis and they're like, oh, that's it, you're hired. So he was like head of wow. visual effects at 26 years old. Fuck my ass. That's so impressive. Yeah, I know you almost take that for granted, don't you, that Matrix special effects? And, and you're like, no, not so you don't take it for granted, but you just, that bullet time is so famous and you just, and it's been parodied so many times. It's yeah, like, that's why, it's why I've never used it in the sequel because it's just been parodied in like mm-hmm. scary movie everything. and everything. Yeah. Even Juice Bigelow and stuff like that, <laughs> which is one of the funniest films ever made. Viewers, oh god, I love that film. I've never seen that. Oh, oh my viewers, god, Andy, please. Seeing the sequel's so crap. But, oh, it's so good. The, the original, even the sequel yeah. moments. I just don't get how Rock Tomatoes can give that eighteen percent. Like, how can you not just switch your brain off for an hour and a half and enjoy that on the level? It's so funny. Has anyone else got anything to say about this film? Big shout out to how good an actor Robin Williams is. Like, yeah. Not that yeah. I mentioned it, but I just, just yeah. what an incredible actor. Yeah. I really miss him talking about him tonight, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. He is one of those famous people that I actually miss. Also, another thing was that, um, from what I've heard, is that whatever film he was on, whenever the cameras were switched off, he just actually, we were talking about in Seeing in the Rain, like, um, what's his name? Don, Don, Donald O'Connor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny face. You know, he he was um whenever the cameras were switched off, he knew that the energy, like whenever he saw like the energy was low, he would just basically start performing to them, mm. you know. Um, to, you know, just as in order to sort of and apparently people that sort of interacted with him, like fans and stuff like that, they just said he was like the nicest person. Like, always sort of kind of got to know everyone and like, you know, had time to like sign, you know, photos and He's, you know, and, you know, take photos of them, and he was just apparently just one of the kind of nicest, yeah, the nicest oh, yeah. people. You know? And it's always that that sad cliche, isn't it, where 
and then all of a sudden one day they kill themselves. It's just like yeah. fucking hell. You see, they're the police. Yeah. Very crazy. yeah, they spend all this time trying to make everyone else happy. That's why it feels quite a tough film to watch because possibly he read the script and thought something about this is like speaking to him, you know, and, and you know, it, oh, is, really yeah. it is really, yeah, it is really difficult oh, to, to watch word. because when he's reading out that, because it, the whole like montage of, of like them imagining, you know, the ghost of him, you know, but that's all to the narration of that suicide note. And just li- yeah. listening to that, knowing what we know about Robin Williams, it's really, you know, yeah, it's, it's so yeah. about three weeks ago, before you leave an analysis film, Shafi, um, someone on Reddit shared uh, an article that his wife wrote about how he died and what caused his death, what caused him to quit suicide, etc. Um, I, I want to read it out, but it's it's really long, so I think I'll put the I'll put the link in the description. But I mean, the article is called "The Terrorist Inside My Husband's Head," and it's it's really oh, it's really sad, really interesting, but really sad read. Basically, when he died, well, didn't he had, didn't he, he know he was. He had a disease. He was going to lose went, his mind. Yeah, so um, he lost he lost all of his uh, dopamine neurons in his brain. When when, when they scanned right. his brain after he died, he'd lost all of the, the dopamine neurons. So oh my he literally just felt nothing. He was just empty all the time. Wow. So yeah, it's a really good read. So I'll put that in the in the description of this. Episode. Yeah, do man. Right. Ben, just imagine like he, but I'm sure at the same time he was sort of performing like comedy bits and stuff like that while while that was happening and yeah it's it's just really sad, sad. and you know it's really sad mate. it's just uh it's something that it's just sort of a struggle that people are kind of going through and you don't you never know you know the people that you think are kind of you know the happiest and most positive you don't know what sort of pain they're going through you know yeah it's just i hate the I'm, i feel guilty using that word cliche but it really is isn't it it's just like gosh the, the crying clown and stuff like that yeah yes no, I'm, I'm, well, I'm like welling up. Jeez, man. Because like, oh, like, yeah, like you, right. you guys were saying, he was such a big part of our childhood, wasn't he? My God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the best thing that's come out of this, actually, yeah. is recognising the impact he had. I even remember watching the stand-up stuff he used to do, like when, yeah. back in the day, when like, Whoopi Goldberg was just a stand-up, you know, before the film, their careers went to that next, like, film star stage. What is Robin Williams? Is he, 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 is he a co- comedian or an actor? What is his first... Like, I know he, he broke out like as a, a comedian first. Yeah, comedian first, yeah. It's mad, isn't it? And he, then he got into TV. He probably yeah. had no formal like acting training. It was just from stand-up. And I've not Googled that. It might not be true, but... Yeah. yeah and mad. he was a mad bastard. You know, he was like... He was a proper rock and roll comedian as well. He was sending his mm. drinks, drugs, fucking mm. crazy shit. Like, you know, <laughs> operating at this insane level. Okay, rest in peace, Rob Williams. Uh, big toast to you. You were a big part of our life. And... Exactly. I selected this film in order to celebrate how um, great of a person he is. So, um, cool. Anything else about this film? Or... Oh God, this film has put me off having children. Let's just say that. <laughs> Fuck me. Well, honestly, the worst. The, literally the worst. But the thing is, is that, that I mean, I can imagine the kid um, Kyle could have been like a a sweet kid. He could have been like a re- like a as a young like kid. He could have been sweet, and then. When you go through teenage, and you, yeah, then you sort of dis- discuss yeah, that the, the crazy things. They don't they don't mention the mum that much, do they? So obviously some shit. Not at all. Not even one. I don't think they, they mention once. Yeah, they mention once. He's like, no, no. 
Her oh, gosh, yeah. He's got a boyfriend. Oh, shit, yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so gitty. When he buys in the computer, he's like, yeah, it's not the biggest one, but... <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. I just could be like, well, I'm fucking taking it back, you prick. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like, so we watch a film with him. He's like, well, we just go have dinner later. He's like, okay, fine, I'll watch the film by the when, when they get out of the car after they all three of them have been for dinner, and he's like talking to him like he's his mate at college. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love that scene. That, shut up. Shut well, that, up. That, that's actually quite, I, I found that quite sad when you look back because it was like, yeah. fuck, where they actually, their last interaction was actually quite a good one. Yeah, because it was funny. It would have been funny, yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, you would have looked back. No, yeah. I mean, good's probably not the right word, but it was like, yeah. you know, it was like, fuck. Maybe this kid might actually like. <laughs> but she doesn't hear him. This. But he says to the woman, yeah. "See a whore." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, sort of, I'm, I'm sort of uh, ad libbing here, but he's like, "Yeah, Dad, you're gonna totally hit that tonight." Aren't you? <laughs> so that's why you want to get rid of me. It like, is mad when he goes into the room and he like sees the phone. Deletes mm. stuff on the computer, I know. picks up the tissues. I'm fucking hell. Like, wait, wait there. So he sent that image to loads of people, didn't he? No, I think he just put it on the computer. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought because I thought he was going to text he was, Andrew, pressing, but he, he, was pressing, he was pressing it and there were different numbers coming up. That's what I thought. Yeah, but I think they, they were they, like JPEG. He's only got one friend. He's only got one friend, Sheffy. So who was he texting? A bit like you. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't have any friends. I've just got my imaginary friend. Jokey. Oh, yeah. When Newlands and I lived together, we had a mutual agreement that if either of us found each other like that, we'd sort it all out and do a more dignified thing. You know that's true, isn't it? I think we've had this conversation. If we ever found one another dead in a compromising position, we'd cover it up. I'm sure we have. I mean, but who? But I mean, I, 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 either of you good writers to write a good suicide note that will kind of (laughs) end up. Yeah, but we're both dumbasses, so it doesn't need to be good. It'd be like that doesn't sound like that was quite poetic. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden, we're up from all of a sudden we're up from murder charge. It's like, wait, no, he was a fixing wanking. He was a fixing wanking. I didn't murder him. (laughs) I just tried to clear it up. That's all. (laughs) <laughs> it's like fuck him like, fuck him I'm not backing him up anymore okay so I think let's go to one word reviews then right the one word review the one word review the one word review from us to you except for Carlos says oh that's fucking quality okay Shit. cool um, so the fact that uh, Kyle switches mic off I don't think he wants me to go to him just yet so Andy what's your one word review this film sharp and uh kyle what's your one word review for this film i don't have one um <laughs> sorry tissues <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i don't at least you don't know i know because there's so many different things to say about this film something funny and i literally can't think of anything funny okay dave what's your one word review of the film fantastic fantastic <laughs> okay I would say hidden gem. Hidden gem. Nice. Nice. Cool. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Shafi, for choosing this. You said it's uh, not many people have seen it, so no one's going to listen to this episode. So, <laughs> yeah. Me. yeah may- maybe we should, um, in the episode description, like, say... hashtags Scott Adkins isn't in this. And <laughs> no, maybe just yeah. Adkins' name will <laughs> fucking generate some sort yeah, of interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's just pretend we're talking about. 
Ninja One. <laughs> let's title it. Yeah. This is a title. Let's yeah. title it Ninja One. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So, right now, the next episode is Andy's choice. So, I'm very excited to learn what film has Andy chosen for our next episode. Over to you, Andy. All right. All right. All right. So we're going off in a little bit of a, a different direction uh, for the next one. So um, this one, funnily enough, is um, from a, a colleague of mine who listens to Who Dropped the Popcorn. And he has been going on and on and on at me about watching this 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 film. Um, it's a, it is a film. Yeah. Yeah. His name's Joe Boquette. Um, it is a it is a film documentary and i did agree with you guys at the restaurant the other night that that we're okay so um i know i did this i know i did a a while ago um uh the tt one um and we you know we discussed uh yeah wanking yeah so um (laughs) so um I, I haven't seen this so i don't know uh i don't know if Mm. i'm gonna like it but um, apparently It's um it's well up there, so I'm hoping you haven't seen it. Um, but it's 2014, and it's called All This Mayhem. So we'll see what happens. Nice, sounds good. So you get in touch with us. Please send any questions, comments, praise, hate mail, or one word reviews to the popcorn postbag at whodropthepopcorn at gmail.com or like, follow, harass us on Twitter at whopopcorn or on Instagram and TikTok at whodropthepopcorn. You can also leave a review on your podcast app and please remember to like and subscribe. You've been listening to Who Dropped the Popcorn. We really appreciate it. See you soon. Later. Bye. Right. I'm going for a one. Cheers.